What's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. On today's show, Sunday's NFL Picks. Let's do it. This is the Sharp Angle. Every day on your favorite podcast player. All right, let's get right in. We've got some NFL picks for today. A couple uh, new ones from uh, just a few days ago. Uh, lines have been moving and we've got some picks we like. All right, pick number one. We said this before. We gave Jacksonville out at plus three. God damn it, we gave it a plus three. It's at plus one and a half, and I still like it. The thing is here, we're losing a lot of value. So you guys have to understand that. The 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 effect of coming off of three is huge, right? Going from three to two and a half is a big, big deal. Honestly, going from two and a half to one and a half, not the biggest deal in the world. It's coming off the three that's so important. So the fact that it was two and a half a few days ago, then two, now one and a half, that doesn't concern me. I would still take Jacksonville plus one and a half. They have the, the, the they have so many different little edges. When you look at advanced stats, when you look at how good teams are on third down, yards per play against the run, Jacksonville's much better than a lot of people think. Cincinnati, a lot worse than a lot of people think. We'll go Jacksonville on the road plus the one and a half. Uh, game number two, and this is an added game. I did not talk about this a few days ago because you know what? Lines are changing. Like we've said, New Orleans has moved from a four and a half point favorite to only a three point favorite. They're on the road to Detroit. So what I like to do is when teams are on the road, play the game of what would the line be at home, right? And obviously it's a weird COVID year, so you're not going to get your full home field advantage. Probably about one and a half to two points is the average, uh, the, the, the typical home field advantage in this COVID year, right? So if we can go with, let's say, two points, just to be very, you know, kind of conservative here with our estimation, if the New Orleans Saints are minus three on the road to Detroit, that means they would be minus five on a neutral and minus seven in New Orleans, right? I would easily take New Orleans at home against Detroit in this spot. Here's why. Everyone's talking about Detroit, how the coaching staff is is fighting for their jobs and how they're in games usually. That's what the public believes. That's what the public thinks. But I believe that New Orleans is in a very good spot right here because they're coming off a few bad losses. They're the best one and two team the last decade of the NFL. And Drew Brees is a lot better than people think. Now, typically, if I'm taking New Orleans on the road minus three, I'm terrified because I know the public loves Drew Brees and this is such a public, that would be such a public play. But I believe the narrative has changed on Drew Brees this year. I think a lot of people are selling their Brees stock. I think a lot of people are not very up on Drew Brees right now. So I just think the typical public money that you would get on any other average day in the NFL for New Orleans simply won't be there. So we'll take New Orleans minus three on the road against the Detroit Lions. Uh, Pick number three, we're going to go the Dallas Cowboys. This has moved in our favor. We gave it out at minus four a few days ago, and it is currently minus three and a half. And you talk about buying on to three. Guys, if you can buy from three and a half to three for only 10 cents, I would do that. Now, you're probably not going to find that. Every, Pretty much every outlet that I use charges... 20, 25 cents to buy onto three, which is too expensive. But it's very important. Either way, though, I do like three and a half for Dallas. I think that this is a buying on Dallas when they're pretty low. Look, Dallas could be 0 and 3 easily, but they've been in every game. And I believe that this team is adapting to Mike uh, McIntyre. Why am I forgetting his name? Mike. Mike Malone. Mike McCarthy. What the? Who is Mike McIntyre? Mike. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know who it is? It's I love the see. <laughs> That's hysterical. I love the CU buffs. Uh, I'm from Colorado, for those who don't know. Mike McIntyre was one of our old head coaches. Mike McCarthy is who I mean uh, with the Dallas Cowboys uh, head coach. Either way, I believe that the Dallas Cowboys are kind of morphing the way they play around Mike McCarthy's coaching style as opposed to McCarthy saying, all right, this is my team. This is how I'm going to change my my coaching style, right? It's the team adapting, not the coach. By definition, when that happens... It's going to take longer for the team to click, right? It's just going to take a longer time during the season. So I think that Dallas is finally going to start hitting their stride. They're not nearly as bad as they've shown. And by the way, some primetime games. And when teams struggle in prime time, I love taking them in these 11 o'clock slots. Now, Dallas is going to get more eyeballs than a typical team, right? They're probably the most watched team in America. But still, when you're playing on Sunday night football or these high-profile games, it's even more. It's like a times two, times three effect. And you add on top of that, it's the Dallas Cowboys. You can understand why people are kind of low on Dallas right now. We'll take the Cowboys, minus three and a half at home, minus 110. All right, let's move on. Pick number, what is this? Pick number four. We're going to go the Houston Texans, minus three and a half at home against the Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota losing two days of practice this week. That's certainly going to hurt them. This is not a very good football team. I mean, uh, the only good team, the only good thing about Minnesota, I would say, is their coaching staff. Mike Zimmer is like a top five coach. He is an elite coach in the NFL. And that's the only reason why I believe this line is so close. Minnesota can run the football, but Houston can stop the run. So I don't think there's many edges in this game for the Vikings. We'll take Houston at home minus three and a half. I think Houston is the best 0-3 team in the league. All right, moving on. Moving on up. Uh, let's see. I-, I can go through a few more games here. Those are all the games I really like. We can touch on a couple others, though. Uh, let's see. Where is it? Uh, do, 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 do. I'm looking for the Indy. All right, there it is. Indianapolis Colts at Chicago Bears. The Colts minus three on the road. All right, we did this earlier with the Saints, right? What would happen if we flipped this uh, this uh, line? And would you take Indianapolis minus seven at home against Chicago, right? Which would you rather take, I guess? The Saints minus seven at home against Detroit? or the Colts minus seven at home against the Bears. I would much rather take the Saints in that scenario, right? The Colts are a good football team. They have some of the best stats in the NFL. I think Phillip Rivers is getting off to a, he got off to a slow start, but he'll be good enough to get this team into the playoffs. This heavy rushing attack is 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 impressive so far. So I think that, that Indy is better than a lot of people think. But Chicago is a question mark here because Nick Foles, I think is a huge upgrade for Chicago. Maybe one and a half points, two points, which is a very, very big upgrade. Not only that Nick Foles is better than Mitch Trubisky. I don't know why he wasn't starting earlier, but it's the morale of the team. It's everyone around Nick Foles, right? That's what's going to get the boost here. And so here, I have two teams who I want to bet on, frankly. I think Indianapolis is a bit underrated these days. I think they're much better than people think. In Chicago, I want to play them when Nick Foles is, is playing. I want to, I want to, I, 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 I like Nick Foles. I like Chicago. But keep in mind, they're fucking 3-0. and They're 3-0, and an underdog of three points at home. That just doesn't happen very often. So that's a pass for me for those reasons, but that's what I think about that game. Indianapolis better than people think. Nick Foles is going to make Chicago better than a lot of people think. So I want to play on those two teams. That's why that's a pass for me. Uh, we can touch on Baltimore at Washington. Baltimore 14-point 14, 14 road favorites. What I think about this game is 
Washington, I mean, look, if you guys are never going to hear me come on the show and say, well, Washington's not very good, and Baltimore is really good, because that's what all the, all the goddamn squares say, right? We stay away from the kind of rhetoric on this show. But with Baltimore, I heard a very interesting point this week. Rushing football teams, when they get leads, they keep piling it on because they're used to rushing, Right? What I mean by that is typically you get an NFL team who passes like the Saints, right? Or uh, I don't know, the anyone who, who throws the ball a lot in the NFL, which is a lot of teams these days. Well, if a team who throws the ball a lot gets up, they're going to start, you know, gets up a lot of points, 21 points. They're going to start running the football in the second half. And by nature, if you're a throwing football team and you're running the football, you're going to run more clock. You're not going to get as many yards and you're simply not going to be as productive. Well, a team like Baltimore, whose entire offense is predicated on a successful running game, Baltimore is going to keep running it up because in the second half, when they have that big lead, there is no gear to go lower, right? They can't go from five to four, the fourth gear to the third gear. They're already in their highest gear. They're not coming down unless they stop playing hard, which isn't going to happen. So teams like that who instinctively want to run the football to stay in games will end up getting margin accidentally. So Baltimore minus 14 on the road. I would actually probably slightly lean Ravens here. It seems crazy to take a team two touchdown favorite on the road in the NFL. But keep in mind, this isn't your average 14 point road favorite. Baltimore, by the way they play, um, probably a decent chance to run it up. And last but not least, the game I'll go over here, Atlanta at Green Bay. Look, Atlanta. no one likes Atlanta this year. This is a pass for me for several reasons, but I mean, if anything, I might lean the Falcons here because no one is buying the Falcons. And I love buying teams low, selling teams high. Can the Packers get any higher? I mean, everyone's talking about them. Aaron Rodgers, MVP. They're setting records. Uh, you know, uh, Matt LaFleur. LaFleur. Nice one, LaFleur. Uh, <laughs> uh, Matt LaFleur is getting a lot of attention. And on the other side, people are just shitting on Atlanta, you know? I mean, this seem, this, that this game, Atlanta-Green Bay, very simple handicap from me. But everyone loves one team. Everyone hates the other. It's a pass for me. But I slightly lean Atlanta just for that reason. I want to fade narrative, go with the team where I'm buying low. All right, that does it for Sunday's NFL Picks. Good luck, everyone. And we'll talk to you tomorrow on The Sharp Angle. Sharp Angle.